Hello and welcome to the Ground Up Discussions, a good podcast episode five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Royal Flux Designs and Wes Redway. Come on, come on, oh, come yeah, on. Mate. All good, we're good, we're yeah. good today. Listen, I'm not even going to lie to you listeners. I am very, very tired today. <laughs> Can't even lie. I've had, <laughs> I've had what, three, four hours sleep, but I don't even know how I'm still running. But you know what I mean? We move, we move, we move. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more London today on this podcast as well. So yeah. I'm joined with a very, very, very special guest. But, 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 like, but what we like to do is we like to see how it is. So I'm going to ask you, John, how, how has your week been? Good, mate. It's been very, very good. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, we've had you into the office now full-time, haven't we? Yes, yes. So that's been a big help to me. Just, you know, obviously at the minute, it's a bit crazy what's going on outside still. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been good. I was going to ask you, you've stolen me question there, you put it on me too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say to you, now that you're obviously, you, you had your office from home and you were working in and out of coffee shops and things like yeah. that, doing <laughs> photography editing and stuff. Now you're in here with me in, in our office how you found it? How's, how's the week been? Has it been different? You know what? Yeah, having like an actual space to do work is good, especially for someone like myself. Yeah. You know, because working literally in coffee shops, it, it's all right. It's cool. You're not fixed to anything, but it's hard to distinguish work and home. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. when you're working at home, it's, do you know what I mean? You, you don't feel like you can chill. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, having this space, I'm able to switch off once I've done what I needed to do within that day. And it helps someone like me with dyslexia. You know what I mean? So yeah, so it's and obviously it's, you get absolutely wired off your tits and coffee shops, don't you? Because you're just drinking coffee. coffee. <laughs> not like me, me. I, I drink either green tea. If it's not green tea, look, listen, I'll bust you on a little secret. I drink hot water, man. That's why my skin's oh, flawless more time. Yeah, he does. I've seen him do it. Thought it was a stuff as Ryla first, but now he does. He drinks it. So fair play to you there. So, but yeah, no, the week's been it's been very good actually. I've been organised. I've been able to write down things on the to do list board. As I'm looking at it right now. So, that, it? Yeah, it has been good. I've been able to post and, you know, just go through all the things that I, you know, I plan to do in a week. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Yeah. So I got an interesting message the other day, Les, where we were, we were setting up the podcast and I was putting it to our stories and that one we were with Shay. Someone dropped me a message. It was like, hey, so what's this? Like, he obviously hadn't listened to it yet. And he was like, what's the podcast about and why are you doing it? And I thought that's a, a good question. Maybe we haven't properly touched up on that so I thought I was going to give you a little like brief yeah. answer to that question basically obviously reply to the guy but anyone who's, who's sort of listened to this for the first time so I, I'm obsessed with podcasts I've been, been obsessed for like three years now and I found one in 2016 mm-hmm. it was, that was like four years ago sorry um, there's there a podcast called Short Story Long yeah, by yeah. a guy called Chris Path or the pronunciation might not be great on his second name there but <laughs> he's known as Drama Oh yeah, and um, so basically, he runs a company in um, America called Young and Reckless, which is a clothing company. Uh huh. Like absolutely flying. Yeah. And he started off by being on MTV and MTV Two. Like they had a show called Robin Black or Black and Rob, one of the way around. And it was an MTV show back in like the mid two thousands, like two thousand four, two thousand five. And he was basically early on to the fact of like nowadays we have influencers to put our clothing on. Yeah, and yeah. People tag you, and that's how you get your following. So he was early on to this idea. He was just going up with his little brand. His cousin was a famous skateboarder. Yeah. And that's why he was on the show. He was on this MTV show because he was a, his cousin's like, Jerry, basically, he ran around and did all his work for him. But mm-hmm. the guy was clever enough to be like, will you just wear my clothing? And they were mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, at the time, there was no like, I'm going to pay you to wear my clothing. They were just like, yeah. 
So, yeah, so, um, so they did that. Um, and from that, his company just took off. So a couple of years ago, he's, he's been doing it like for years now. He decided that I want to start a podcast and I want to sit down each week with a different entrepreneur um, and go through their story from start to beginning. And a lot of these people, when you listen to them, because I've listened to a good lot of them, they come from you know, shitty up, up, upbringings, um, not like you know what you'd expect them yeah, yeah. to be. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And all these guys are multi-millionaires. He's even had billionaires on. He's had Dana White on, UFC guy, the billionaire. So he's had all these these amazing guests on. Now I was listening to it, going, "This is this is brilliant." It was really inspiring me. But like, was, these are all guys who've made it. They've been there for ten years, you know, five, ten years, fifteen, twenty years. Yeah, doing their craft. And I thought, what about if we did something like that? Mm-hmm. We were people who were literally going through it now. You know, none of us are successful as how we'd want to be. We're all successful on our own, right? Yeah, of course. That's of course. how you define success. But I, w- I just thought it'd be a really good idea to start off one where it's like we're going through it now. Some yeah, people have still got full time jobs whilst they're doing this. Some have got part time. Some are on their own. No, doing of course, this. documenting the come up is important. That's Definitely. It. That's so it. that's what that's to answer that question. That's what this podcast is about. We're doing that. Without the million pounds in the bank just yet. Yeah, you know, that's where we're getting. That's where we're going to get. It's like we're manifesting our ideas and making mm-hmm. it known. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Motion. So. So I wanted to start this podcast to be like, you know, oh, I love, I love doing drawings, but I haven't got the confidence. Just go on, make an Instagram account, put mm-hmm. them online, start trying to sell. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to push people to, to do that. No, of course. So yeah. to answer that question to the guy who, who sent me the DM, I already answered your question, but you know, to people who who maybe just be listening to that, that's where the idea came from. Uh, so it's a brilliant podcast it's called Short Story Long so I, I'd advise going to Short Story to Long yeah. yeah I even checked that myself it's one we were listening to before that okay yeah so six, I, six, I six, six, six. nice one so yeah um, which I think that segues nicely into introducing our guest right what listen I don't even think I need to introduce this person <laughs> her name holds weight G33 in the building hello what's good I'm Gaia Gaia <laughs> I'm still Gaia um, hello hello how are what's you good, doing everyone? I'm good how are you how are you doing I'm good. I'm not too bad. I'm a bit yeah. like Les. I'm a bit like ugh, just shattered, but um, I'm good. Yeah. I'm really good. Been one of days. Can't so, complain. Yeah, I'm really good. Just firstly, yeah, what we want to do there is if you want to give your Instagram name out so people can yeah, find it's you. Gaia. So G A I A underscore I A. That's it. Really. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to ask you, and obviously you can answer this however you want. What would you define yourself as in terms of your Ooh. profession? Do you know what I struggle with this question because okay. I don't think. I, I like to do so many different things. Yeah. And I've always had this thing about like pigeonholing myself. Like I went to drama school. Yeah. So a lot of people know me as an actress. Yeah. And obviously now I've started DJing. A lot of people know me as a DJ. Right. Um, I work in a bar. People know me as a barmaid. I do community work. People know me as a community worker. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think at the moment, the way things are going, I'm trying to cement myself more as a DJ. Okay. So yeah, obviously I'm still an actor. That, that will never leave me. No. I went to drama school. I did really well. I have an agent and, you know, I enjoy it, but right now, like the DJ thing is just... It's your passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's, 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 yeah. And it's the same kind of like, it's not that I struggle with the acting because it's the same kind of elements of kind of like performance base. I still get that same thrill. There's, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's very similar. I get the same kind of thrill, you know, it's a live audience and it's, you're, it's an, you're in entertainment. You yeah. basically control a room. And yeah. I think there's something really special about that. Yeah, that With music cool. especially, like, there's, like, there's, no, we were just talking about it earlier, there's no feeling. When you're playing a song and people are feeling it and they know it back, like, yeah. 
music makes me so happy. Yeah. And then the fact that it sounds so cheesy. Like, <laughs> it does, but like music spreads joy. And as a DJ, oh, that's your job. And obviously there's, it's about finding that balance between crowd consciousness, you know, what, what do people want to hear? Yeah, yeah. But also you need to play what you want as well. You know, you are the DJ, you need to put your stamp on it. So mm. I think I'm definitely going through that now about just finding that balance because, you know, sometimes when you're getting booked, certain events, there's, you know, it's just common sense. I wouldn't play, you know, certain stuff. Britney Spears. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. like, I just wouldn't. But, um, Hit me, baby. Yeah, imagine, imagine. No. Yeah. No, but there's there's that um, unknown tea um, toxic edit. Have you heard it? Well, I think so. I think there's, there's a number of them, isn't it? It's so good. You've got for it's so good. Nah, it's sick. It is sick. Good. But, um, yeah. Okay, so the reason I asked you that, because I was looking around your Instagram uh, doing my research as yeah, I said yeah. off camera you know, I'm a professional <laughs> <laughs> so, and I went right back and I seen that you obviously I'll, from the start you're, like for people who are going to click on you now and see it as you said it's all DJ DJ DJ, DJ. <laughs> and as you get back I was like oh okay there's more acting here yeah, and things yeah. like that so I just want to go right back yeah um, and talk about like school days basically do you want to tell us a little bit of, of your past, basically. Yeah. School days. You know, what happened in school? What inspired you? This, that, and the other. I was really naughty okay. in school. Um, I wouldn't believe that you're not. I was horrendous. No way, you. I was you're yeah, naughty. really bad. No way. I just didn't. <laughs> you're yeah, lying. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't care. I just, yeah. I just, I was at. A, I, you know, my school was mad. I went to school in you know South London. Okay. I was in bottom set for a lot of the stuff, so. It was a it was a vibe. Do you know what I mean? We weren't learning, but it was always lit. <laughs> you have always lit. Fun, yeah. And also, um, I was dyslexic, but I only found that out when I was in drama school. Okay. So I'd gone through like my whole school Years of, just not yeah. knowing that I was dyslexic, which now made so much sense because it's about the concentration element. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. about you know exactly. feeling really just like angry and not being able to kind of articulate myself, um, and just really struggling academically. Um, had a massive attitude problem. Would always get in trouble. Um, just you know really close to just getting excluded but I had a I had a lot of charm and I loved drama and I had a really close relationship with my drama teacher um so that was the kind of thing that like always kind of kept me grounded I wouldn't really go to many of my classes I go to my drama lessons though um but in terms of just like school achievements I was just always just kind of like just behind my friends were really clever my friend got into Cambridge you know they went on to Russell Group Unis and it was kind of like when we were doing that whole UCAS process and I was like well what am I going to do yeah I don't know what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then it was only then I kind of really heard that drama school could be in, like an option. Yeah. Um, but even then, you know, there wasn't a lot of guidance um, to kind of, you know, get me into that process. Cause I was like, how does it work? I didn't realize you have to do auditions. And not only just one audition, you've got to do rounds of auditions. You've also got to pay for them, mm-hmm. which is, you know, extremely problematic. And now, in London, yeah, now that's even more. Yeah, now that I've come out the other <laughs> because... side, you know, it's, um, and I, you know, I've, I've gone through it and I've come out the other end by the skin of my teeth because again, drama school is a bit of jungle. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a classist industry. You have to pay just to be able to show, you know, have the privilege to show these How people what you, you can do. Yeah. You've got to pay. Mm-hmm. And obviously if you're applying to schools in Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, it's the train, it's yeah. the hotel, like it, it adds up. Yeah, um, for real. So, you know, there wasn't really anyone to guide me until um, this teacher at my college, she put me in contact with an ex-student um, who went to RADA. And I remember she was like, oh yeah, he's going to come in and tell you all about drama school. I was thinking, I don't need some Don from RADA coming and telling me what's what. And I remember I wasn't even going to come in that day. And she messaged me like, no, no, you have to come in, you have to come in. And he came and we just got on really well. And he kind of became my like Mr. Miyagi. And I did my monologues to him. I remember I was 16 and he was like, I'll help you like get into drama school, but you have to finish your coursework. And I did my coursework in that day. 
And my teacher was like, we've never seen a guy like this. I was on it. And then I shadowed him. He used to take me to the theater. He became like a really, really close friend and mentor, someone that I massively respected. And um, I'd meet up with him and I'd go through my monologues with him. And it was kind of like that idea where it was like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He owed, he owed me nothing. He's come in and saw something in me. Yeah. And that that held a lot of weight because I didn't have the best relationship with a lot of a lot of teachers. Only yeah. just like, you know, that one that kind of put me on. Um, so it kind of just started from there. And then, yeah, got into drama school. And that was another jungle. And now I've come out the other end and probably will never act again in my life. But it is what it is. It did teach me a Until lot. Until your agent, that Yeah, no, no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. We'll cut that bit out. Yeah. We'll cut that bit out. Mr. Agent. No, my, to be fair, my agent, like, she's she's brilliant. And she knows that, like, my heart is in this DJ thing differently. And she supports it so much. And um, she's even made me, like, she's put my DJ pictures, like, on my spotlight. Yeah. And, like, oh, she, she, she has me on Instagram, innit? And she's always gassing me up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really nice to have that kind of relationship, like. So she's, again, another genuine person. Yeah, another genuine person. Like, and that's another thing where it's, like, when you are choosing an agent, you need to make sure, you know, that you're right for them and they're right for you. So I can imagine that if it was a different agent, maybe, you know, they wouldn't be so kind of cool with this. Yeah. Um, but no, she's really, really supportive. So yeah, that's cool. pretty much my story. Okay, so you're in London, you've done that, you've done the acting. Mm-hmm. Did you always grow up think I'm going to be an actress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was straight away. There was nothing else. It was like, ah, this is what I'm going to be. I knew, yeah, like... Just from young, I was always just like, I loved accents. I love accents. And I love um, impersonating people and doing like impressions. Do you realise that? Go on. <laughs> this is... No, no. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, it'll come. It'll... Go on. Now I feel mad under pressure. I'm waiting. Okay, okay. <laughs> like G33, you know. G33, yeah. Okay, now nah, I was lit. Do you know what, you lot? I ain't really slept that much. But we're good. We're good. The vibes are good. And we're good. We're packed. We're packed. I feel like I'm with two lessons right now. That's crazy. I, you know what? I'd give you a six out of ten for effort. Thank you know you. what I mean? You. You, know you know what I mean? Get, you know if you don't get a job off the back, I like that. Yeah, right, okay, so yeah. Tell me. You did that. Um, one thing I did notice, I'm going to put it in here now before mm-hmm. I forget, on your, your Instagram was, there was a relationship with the BAFTAs. Yeah, Is yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so um, every year they pick one drama school student to basically sponsor. Okay. And you, like, you apply, do an audition, do like a tape, go for an interview, and I got it. That's amazing. So yeah, that they is. basically funded my whole like drama school. That's sick. Wow. Which, yeah, which was mad. Well, the whole of it, the whole three years? No, yeah. no, no. So oh. just into my last year, so oh, just yeah. like for the, the last bit. Oh, that's and cool. then... Yeah, I got to go to the BAFTAs, got yeah. to go to like all the events. I had a mentor who was Maxine Peak. I don't know if you don't know her. No, I ever she's, know. She's a big actress. I got to choose, like, I could have picked anyone. Um, my friend, my best friend actually got it when she was at my uni, at my drama school. And her mentor was Naomi Harris. And they're still like really close and they stay in contact. But um, I really like Maxine Peak. It was between, I think I put, oh, I, I, I needed it to be a woman. Okay. I needed it to be a woman and I needed it to be someone that I know, like kind of could visualize sitting down with them and just being able to chat. To yeah, that's have a conversation, hold a conversation with them. And Maxine Peake, she's like, she's very active. She's very like politically and socially engaged, does a lot. She's like unapologetically working class. Like she's come from nothing. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like hustled her way like through the industry and like gives she's, back. And she's, she's a very like active member of the industry. Yeah. And I just thought she's someone I could just sit down and have a proper like chat with. I she's think self in her a little bit as well, can't Yeah, she's really. sick. She's just a, like a normal person. And she was great. Um, and I think, I, I can't remember who else I put down. I think I put like, I think I put Michaela Cole. Um, 
I think I put Phoebe Waller-Bridge and what's her face? Oh, Killin' Eve, what's her name? <laughs> oh God, this is really embarrassing, I, I don't know it. Killin' Eve, what's her name? Jodie Comer. Okay, okay. Scouser. I've not watched, yeah, she is, yeah, um, but I've not watched it. But so. now, so yeah, that was that and yeah, I mean, it's been great. Amazing. They've helped me a lot, a lot, a lot. So what bathers did you go to? Is that an interest? I went to... I went to a couple. Oh, so I, to, went to, I went to like the well, big like, ones. Off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I went yeah, to like the big cool. ones, um, which was just mad. And that was when, um, what's his name from Top Boy, wasn't it? Michael Ward. Yeah. And okay. I remember yeah, just yeah, yeah. being there and like, I just cried. It was so mm-hmm. mad. Because oh, obviously amazing. I'd seen Top Boy and like, yeah, yeah. he was with, oh, it was just, it was, this is something that I've like about. Body experience, yeah, like, this just... is something that like, I've, it was so weird. We're talking about manifestation. Yeah. I remember I put on my, like, I put on my post, like, when I was 17, like, uh, I'm going to the BAFTAs one day, watch. And I found the it, same post. The other, like, yeah. I found it and I was just like, that is, uh, that's mad. So I was just sat there and I had all these emotions and I was just like, this is something that I visualized when yeah, I was so yeah, young yeah, and yeah. I'm here and I've been invited and it was so mad with my dress. Like, oh my days. When I told the story about my dress. <laughs> Go so on, tell yeah, us. I, want, I wanted to look not even good like this is, this is <laughs> good wasn't good enough do you know what yes. I mean like I can't be coming with that like, I need to look sick this isn't yeah, like something course, I can be going to buy even in town like this is the BAFTAs gotta glow up man. do you know what I mean glow up. so I was ordering loads of stuff and nothing was really me and I was just trying stuff on and I was just like I don't really dress up very often so I was just like this is the BAFTAs I thought what's going to be done like, I need to be looking mad Yeah. so I'm just trying all this stuff and nothing just felt nothing felt right and it was literally the day before and I put a dress up on my story. Mm-hmm. This is the Liverpool effect. This would not happen in London. <laughs> I'm telling you from now, it would not happen. <laughs> I put this dress up on my story and I was like, I love this dress. Does anybody know where I can buy it or, or what? Wow, the girls would have knew that. And like, this boy that I know from oh, okay. Liverpool messaged me and he's a designer. He said, I'll make it for you. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, that's went, amazing. Really? And I was like, obviously I'll pay you. And he's a friend, he's kind of a friend of mine. He was just like, Nana. He was like, I don't want to get paid. You don't like, go to the BAFTAs. You'd be wearing my dress to the BAFTAs. Yeah, like, that's true. He was like, I'll make it for you. And I was like, oh, That's shit. amazing, Anna. So he did it in less than like 24 hours. He made this dress. And obviously when he came to mine, I was half crapping myself because I was like, imagine if I don't like it. That's why I kind of yeah. wish I'd paid. Do you know what I mean? Because then it'd yeah, be more yeah, like yeah. a service. Yeah, true, yeah. So he came. The very hat to wear. Exactly. Yeah. But um, he came and it had like this like silk line and oh my goodness, it f- it was so nice. Yeah. And I, he just looked at me and was like, oh my God, get out. Are you mad? You look unreal, queen. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and I and I wore his dress to the afters, and it was brilliant. People were asking me like, "Where's your dress from?" Yeah, and I could say like, "Ethan Leyland, he's a Liverpool-based designer." That's brilliant. And I just thought that was that was sick, and he'd yeah. made it in twenty-four hours. It was perfect, and it was just literally exactly what I wanted, and yeah. it just felt like there was just this, like, yeah, there's always going to be that connection. Like even if I go back down to London, I just feel like. The ties here are so strong, so it was nice to like be able to wear, like especially represent Liverpool in that way. There's, there's some talented people. In yeah, hundred percent. We're gonna get them all on here, aren't we? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So now we will, so we will, we will, we will, hundred percent. That was amazing that you just said about manifesting. Yeah, yeah. We were talking literally yesterday, Les, weren't we? During lunch about manifesting, like when you said I'm gonna work with footballers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X amount of time down yeah. the line. Yeah, I've, I've, that's, that's it. It's true. It, it works. I do believe in it. Hundred percent. It is a real thing. It is, it is a real thing. So obviously that that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, were you live. So what what we're trying to get to now is you, you've done your acting. You mm-hmm. were, we, what what did, what made you think I, I want to sort of do something else? Then, or was it just you're always is that the way you just programmed? You're always I want to do this one. I've never been. I've always had my fingers in lots of different pies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always done loads of different stuff. 
I have an event. With my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have an event with my best friend in London, and it's like a community creative event, and we help like young people from my area like kind of express themselves musically. Like we put on these little events. We kind of like, especially in Ireland, there's not a place, not a lot of places that young people especially can kind of go. Um, there's not really any more youth clubs anymore. So mm-hmm. we kind of set up this event. We've been doing it for a couple of years. And it really took off. And then in over lockdown, we did a collaboration with ITV. Okay. So we teamed up with The Voice and we were able to kind of recommend and, you know, put people from our area. From your area. Through to, like, it was just, it was You really need that. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed doing that. And obviously doing like stuff like community work. Yeah, and, you feel good, don't you? Yeah, really like, yeah. it's really important to me. I agree. Um, and yeah, I've, I've never really just seen myself as one like dimension, yeah. like an actor. Um, no. It's true. Do you know? And yeah, I just yeah. think, I don't know. And I think as well, like the way I am, acting to me is quite, you know, it, it is ego-based. I'm, I'm a people's person. Yeah. I want to do more than just act. Um, so I think it, it, everything has kind of happened naturally. Mm-hmm. And then with the DJing thing, it only happened like last year because I've always, I love music. Yeah. And with me, I love so many different types of music. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I was to leave my iPhone on, on shuffle, <laughs> <laughs> question it'd go from like trap to like Lana Del Rey to like the Smiths yeah, to exactly like Vibes Cartel. Like it's, a, it's do you know what I mean? It's a match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it'd yeah. be everything. Yeah. Um, and I've always kind of like said I wanted to DJ and then I have a few friends that like DJ and I just got, I think I just got interested in it. And then my friends got me a DJ course for my birthday, which is like a day course. And then since then, I just... Uh, Swear down. Is yeah. that how you got into it? Yeah. They literally got me this course and it was sick. And I'm still in contact with the guy that, right. um, that I did it with. And yeah, after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm on this. And I bought a controller like the month after. Okay. I saved up, I bought a controller and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, this really like it. it. It gives me a lot of peace as well. Like, yeah, it was nice. And then I would just do a little things in my bedroom for my housemates. It's just... The, 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 like little See stuff how the vibe there. was in the room. Yeah, like how doing, the reaction was. Yeah, just doing like little stuff and like I wasn't playing out until like after Christmas, but I was blinding in my bedroom. Bedroom blends, <laughs> yeah. stuff that I was doing, bedroom blends. And then I kind of like got the confidence and obviously for my friends as well, they gave me that boost. Like, no, you're sick, you know, yeah, you're sick, yeah. you know. Um that's a it's good to like, yeah, my definitely. friends are amazing. My friends back me so well. Definitely. You need that. 100%. When you start off, especially especially when you're not too sure on yourself mm-hmm. and maybe your stuff isn't that good. You mm-hmm. kind of do need that little boost. Maybe mm-hmm. further down the line, you don't. You need honesty. Mm-hmm. But I think starting off, you, your friends helping you is just yeah, massive. Yeah, hundred percent. I've been gifted to have like very good friends to be able to do that. So I agree with there one hundred percent. So how long have you been in Liverpool? Now? It's my fourth year. Now. Your fourth year. Yeah, yeah. So when you come up to Liverpool, what was what was that for? What was the plan? I came what, to drama school. Here. I came to. I went to Lipa. Right, okay, that makes Didn't sense. Didn't research that yeah, one. Right. Yeah. Maybe I missed that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I went to Lipper, oh, yeah. um, which was <laughs> a madness. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, no one prepares you for that. You're in five days a week, like nine till seven, some days like nine till ten. Like, really? That, yeah, that, yeah, because it's that training. demanding, yeah? Mm-hmm. Even oh. weekends. I was thinking, there was one time I was like, you're going to have to come the weekend. I said, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Um, but yeah, listen, you get your money's worth. That nine grand, you like, it's mad and obviously you do so much it's so physical like I, I, I couldn't go out during the week because it's not like I'm you know scooting into a lecture and I can just put my head down oh, like, yeah, yeah. we're dancing we're singing we're active like it, it's a lot there I were days that I was like ball, yeah, sharp as well, it? like yeah. you have to and there was a time when I was in my second year I was just so so down and I yeah. was just like I don't want to do this anymore man this is so long mm-hmm. and this is when I was getting put forward to the BAFTA thing 
And I remember having a chat with like the head and he was just like, we probably shouldn't put you forward for it. Yeah. Because like the way you're going, like you're not going to be like, my heart wasn't in anymore. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, I'm so, I'm just so depressed, mad anxious. I didn't want to go into the building. It just knocked my head sideways. And then he was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't put you forward for it, you know? And then it was just like, whenever there's that little bit of doubt from someone, I was like, no, 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 it's cool. Oh, like, I'm coming back, I'm coming yeah, back. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry, like, you bounce back. Put yourself back, I never. For real. And then when I got it, I was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, thank God you still hung yeah, out. Fuck yeah. you then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it was difficult. And obviously, like, no one really prepares you for that. But I've never really been in that bubble. Like, obviously, I did my thing. I went to my uni. Some days, some days I just would just smoke myself into war and just not <laughs> It gets athlete. like that, though. For real, it really like, does get like that. I was just moving late. like a... I was moving mad, like just smoking in my room. Like, mm-hmm. there'd be days that I was just like a vegetable. Yeah. But I needed those days. I needed those days at the time. And obviously, it's made... I've come out on the other end now. I would just say, do you still get days like that then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But especially like during lockdown, like what I've noticed is that like when I'm not busy is when I'm at my, mo- my most anxious. Okay. I have to be busy. I'd rather overwork myself and feel sick from exhaustion than do nothing. I- I'm not the kind of person that could stay in bed all day. Yeah, that yeah. makes me feel sick. Mm-hmm. I'm not a homebody. You'll never catch me at home. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. I'm You're so always active. on the road. <laughs> well, I know that. It's like, active. I think that's just come from like, especially like growing up in Brixton, like I never used to want to go home. Yeah. Like we used to chill <laughs> in the so streets. We used to chill out, out, like literally outside a chicken and chip shop. Yeah. I would come home when it'd be dark, and that'd be the motive. I just, got, I think I just got used to that from early. You just hang outside school. Well, at least you're challenging, you're challenging it in the right way yeah, as well. Yeah, because yeah. some people do that with no that kind of direction mm. on where they're going. So mm. the fact that you've actually learned that, like, all right, I'm always out, but let me be productive with my time. It's actually quite dope. So that's cool. That's cool. But you do need to rest. It oh, is of like, course. do you know what I mean? Like even for you now, like you haven't slept. Like you yeah. need to take time. No, like you, you do need to take time for yourself and even if it's something as simple as like you know you haven't replied to someone like you I always think like you can't you don't owe people shit if, you, if I don't reply no, to your true. message you know what I mean like no, true. everyone's on their own clock everyone's really busy like having even having that kind of like reflection and even that kind of what's the word what's the word I'm looking for discipline yeah. to notice it within yourself and be like well, today I need to rest, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because my guy's messaging me coming to come here or let's do that. It takes <laughs> No, no, I'm glad I'm glad you're saying that actually. And seeing as we're having this podcast, obviously we're speaking to the people mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. I might as well just chip in as well. You don't always have to be busy, busy. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like obviously I know you said mm-hmm. just a minute ago, but you know, you have to be busy. Mm-hmm. But no, that it's an important message that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. It's good to take time and mm-hmm. rest because you see these gurus sometimes on Instagram say Grand twenty so oh. grand twenty four seven B keep shining. Mm. You got to work twenty four seven. You can't do that because no one is on twenty four seven. Do you know well, what so I mean? Instagram's so Instagram's a real. madness. Like <laughs> remember that you only post what you want people to see. Oh. Exactly. Do you exactly. know what I mean? So That's like, why I asked you about like, do you still have the bad days? Because like, yeah, we need to be really yeah. yeah, not 100%. everything's gonna be on top of the mountain. Sometimes you gotta go nah. down. You gotta no, get true. out these things. Definitely, and also it's okay. Like, That's absolutely fine. Let's have a day where you just like defo, yeah. and it also like. You know, I always see these posts about talking about mental health and, you know, let's raise the stigma. And it's like, there were days where I was like, well, everybody knows me as this. This is probably why I didn't want to go into uni because I'm a big character. Yeah. So the days where I wasn't feeling myself, Christ. I felt very scrutinized. Like, well, you know, what's the guy? Is she okay? Da, da, da. I'd rather just remove myself completely. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, sure. th- these things about, you know, like, speak about your mental health, be open. What about, I'm, I'm not ready to speak about a time that I didn't, like, I felt awful. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, not that I was, yeah, maybe I was embarrassed. Because I've, I've, I'm, I am this person, but yeah. I'm, I also can be that person. And because where I'm so high normally, 
my lows uh, hit me lower. That's exactly. it. That goes up. Yeah. Come down. Yeah, no, it's you know what I mean? And I've done it all. I've done. I've been in therapy since I was 14 years old. Oh, especially, yeah. yeah, especially in school. Yeah. Where I was so naughty at, you know, I, I saw a therapist in school. I saw a therapist out of school. Um, I've, I've done, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Um, and then when I was in uni, I made the decision, you know, with my family as well to, to go on medication. And yeah. that was just, that was a really hard thing for me to decide. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Here? I've never spoken about this really, you know. Okay, we're getting this is mad. Yeah, I know. People but... don't know about this. Oh, you know what? That's a good thing. But because... you have made me feel comfortable to speak about oh, this. So cool. well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, so, you know, you, you're talking about that and stuff, yeah? So, like, I want to ask your experience, because I'm sure we probably weren't expecting to talk about this, but mm. what, how, did, how, did you, how did you kind of feel? Did you have the, an ability to feel? Because I, mm. had, I had something similar as well, like, in my time growing up. I don't mm. mean to bring it all on me or, or steal the show, but, like, obviously, I have moments where, well, especially during the winter period, the SAD, mm. it's called SAD, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I forgot the acronym. Seasonal Affective Disorder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I was gonna, for example, go to the doctors and ask for like the pill and stuff, like mm-hmm. just to try and neutralize my moods mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah. my grandma says if you do that, you won't be able to mm-hmm. feel anything, and that kind of deterred me. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, if you do need to kind of obviously, I'm not a medical um, expert stuff. If you need, do need to go and you know, I don't know how to kind of put this. What do you mean? It wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Yeah. But I just want to ask your experience. So you mm-hmm. have, you've been someone that has taken the mm-hmm. the, the, the pill and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. And also what's interesting about that is like it just manifests differently. And your low moods and you know, your depression or your seasonal affective disorder will always be different to someone else's. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's not one like Case, unifying mode of depression. It will manifest differently in everyone. Just because I'm out having a drink, you know, I could still be depressed. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's this kind of like caricature, kind of like cartoon like <laughs> image of what depression does look like. Yeah. You know, and, and how people with depression act. But for me, I just, I didn't want to be dependent on, on a, it was really scary to me. And I smoke, I smoke a, quite a lot. Yeah. So I was like, you know, and, and I like drinking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just all these things and that, you know, it'd been spoken about from young, you know, if I wanted to go on it and I'd always been like, no, my mum as well was just like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, Cause then it's, it's scary. Like what you're saying, like you become, you can become dependent on it. Um, but at this point, I had no choice. I was not well. Oh. I, and I, I was desperate. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to feel yeah. like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my friends didn't recognise me. Like, I was I was in a really, really bad way. So at that point, I was just like, yeah, go on then. I, I'll I was try really anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, try yeah. anything. And it took a while. And it was having the conversation with the doctor where it's just like, this is so mad, Dave. You don't even know me. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And we're having this conversation that's so personal. Yeah. Um, and I went on it and I, I didn't go into uni for a while. I was out for, for quite a while. And the first few weeks were really like, that was the hardest. And then it kind of like, you kind of stabilised. But I just felt manic. And it was like, it was like I drank too much coffee and I felt I had all this energy, but I didn't know how to place it. And I, I couldn't sleep. Oh, really? And it was, because it it, it, it it makes you a bit worse before it gets better. Oh, is it? That's what that's what what my medication was right, like. Right. Yeah. Um, and they warned me about that, um, but I felt horrendous for like the first couple of weeks, and then it kind of started to be all right. And obviously, the most important like thing about it is that you can't just do it like on a singular thing. You've got to coincide it with therapy, with exercise, with everything. If you you can't just have the you know the idea that if you just take the medication, you're going to be good. You've got to partner it with everything else. Oh, really? With routine, with yeah. therapy. 
So I was doing all of these things and it was like, I really wanted to get better. And I think that was a struggle. Yeah, I of course. Like, I didn't want to be this person. I don't, I don't, no this is not who I am. Yeah. And I remember saying to my friends, I was like, this is not me. I'm so embarrassed. And like, I felt like I couldn't even talk to them. I was just like, this is so mad that this is even happening to me. Like, I'm, I'm this is crazy. Mm. So I just kept plodding, kept plodding. Um, and then eventually it came out all right. And I did feel a difference with the medication, but it wasn't just solely the medication. No, it was yeah, everything it was else. A lot of factors too. Um, and then I remember I switched my dosage to something higher and it, and it I, I became fine. And then after like a couple of months, maybe like almost, a, must have been like over a year. Was it? Yeah. So it was, must have been over half a year. I was just like, I don't think I need this anymore. Good. And I just stopped taking it. Good. And I felt fine. Listen, well done. I'm, yeah. I'm proper happy for that. Thanks. You know what? Let me clap. Let me clap. Let me clap. <laughs> seconds yeah now you know what honestly i'm not even being condescending whatsoever now that touches me and i love that mm. and i'm sure this is going to help a lot of people listening as well 100 yeah. percent. because if you know me as well and like like you said like if you go on my instagram you just like yeah you don't know so this about people like, i've met you for 20 do you know what i mean i'm just i'm always up and i'm always yeah. i'm always trying to be that person that gives you know people energy and you know yeah, I, I, I sometimes that takes people. it out of you don't it 100%. trying to give out of that energy it can take it out of you was, like they always say look, on your, look after your strong friend don't you? yeah yeah, yeah exactly. it's true yeah. it's the one that's smi- exactly. it's true it's the one that's smiling it's, it's the person that's upset yeah. you don't I'm not saying you shouldn't check on them but they're more time probably you can deal with it bad, yeah it's fine yeah it's the person that doesn't yeah. sh- show weakness and stuff mm-hmm. that's the ones that we need mm-hmm. to be checking up on but no that's dope and thanks for sharing that thank you for sharing that no 100% because I'm sure that's going to help people and that's something that is real close to my heart in mm. fact because I'm actually a similar character mm. again I don't mean to bring it all back on nah, me but nah, no no I have to because I'm next, <laughs> do you know where it is though yeah because I'm, I'm a motor mouth if I get if I get started and I won't started, stop you know, but it's one of them I've things there where like, mental health is very important to me and I, mm. and I try and maintain it and stuff and I have my periods where like well I have my moments where like I can be very happy and you know over the top and then there's moments where I'm just like really feeling shit but, mm. but because People know me for being that smiley guy. Like it's just mm-hmm. hard to kind mm-hmm. of come out and say, "Listen, I'm struggling, man. This is this is difficult." Do you know what I mean? It's so, so it's so hard. That initial <laughs> conversation where you're like, "I'm actually not good," you know. Hundred percent. But so shocked aren't you as well to see like. But this is. But this is it. We're we're also in a culture where if you see someone, it's like, "Oh, you're okay." Like. The thing, the response, like you don't, when you're asking someone, are you okay? You're not generally asking, are you okay? You're just asking for formality. And then so the the response back would be like, yeah, I'm okay. Because if some, like it's so, it's so drummed into us. If someone was to say, or if I was to ask, say, are you right, guy? You'd be like, yeah, I'm cool. But if you was to turn around and say, I said, you're right. You'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm fucking pissed off. I'd be like, oh, she's she's moody. Do you get where I'm coming from? So you you don't, uh, when people ask that question, they're not asking seriously. They're just asking for a formality it's a very British kind of thing. thing to do. It, it is a British thing. I didn't even want to say it like that. I didn't want to generalize or put anyone in the box. But nice. no, it's it's that real, hundred percent. So yeah, no, thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for doing it. And I'm sure that even just that point there alone will make us kind of, mm-hmm. you know, think different for how we approach them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, big up yourself, man. Thank You're thank done. You. I'm spudding you for just. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I still. That's what I mean. Like, of just because I'm off it, I still yeah. have bad. There's still days where I feel shit mm-hmm. and I feel down, but. It's just taking time, like, mm. and I feel like with that time is the bit like the ability to be able to manage it. So when now when I get into these moods, I know what works for me, mm. and I know, and I'm not gonna lie, it's the DJ. Yeah, the crazy. I will put my, mm. like, especially in lockdown, like what you're saying about your friends. Like my friends are my life; they're my vice. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, I've true. lived with my friends for for the last couple of years. Like 
they're my everything. They're my family. Yeah, so obviously, yeah. I, lockdown was just mad, and we all like separated. And the music, the ability, like when I'm feeling down, feeling, you know, yesterday, I just felt a little bit all over the shop. I just felt like I'd had too many coffees. I was like, <laughs> I literally just sat yeah. in my house, put my decks on, put my headphones in, and it's one of them things where it's like headphones in, world out, and I'm just like, yeah. The, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah. It's like, I don't exercise. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. You can't, you can't do it. You'll never see me in a gym, ever. See me on a deck, you don't need to. Yeah, fam. It's a workout. You see the energy. You see the energy. It's a workout. But it's like, for real, but like the gym, just it's just not for me. Exercise is not for me. Yeah. But what what is it you release? I genuinely feel like I release endorphins when yeah. I'm like, it sounds mad. I, 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 I do. scientifically do. I yeah. That's not mad. Because I'm sure you get a sweat on your DJ. Like, it's like mad. Yeah. It's actually mad. No, but the music as well is different. Like, obviously, mm. you're listening to different genres, different mm. types of music. So yeah. it's hitting differently. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Certain songs here just know how and to it's unlock. It's nostalgic. Like, it will yeah. bring you back. It's like a, it's like a trigger it's to like this, memories um... and smells and people's like. <laughs> Music will do that to you. If you could bottle nostalgia and sell it, it would be worth thousands yeah, of yeah. pounds. Probably yeah, millions yeah. of pounds. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just chasing that nostalgia. Like nostalgia is just incredible. That feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice little segue into what I was going to ask you then when yeah. you talk about lockdown and creativity. Has lockdown halted or helped you get creative? Oh, help me. It's helped you. It's not. It gave me the time to take time. I, yeah. I needed it. I need my life was my life was nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And it gave me the time to kind of not only reconnect with myself, but with my family and hone skills and yeah. just perfect them and, you know, work out what I want to play and how I'm branding myself. And these are all things that I've never really thought about before. And I still don't really think about it. I think I'm still, I'm doing it inadvertently, but it's like... But you're learning, aren't you? Yeah, it's like you self-made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it's like, you know, who am I? And, you know, what... How am I touching this? And how, how am I going to make this my own? There's a lot of DJs at the moment and it's like... What am I going to do differently? And just things like that. And asking myself these kind of things, but ultimately just falling literally more in love with it every single day. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I obviously had the equipment at home mm-hmm. and there was nothing to do. So where did you get your equipment? Um, I've had it for, I've had it for a while. Um, I had a controller uh, like last year. And then literally first week of lockdown, I got um, like the uh, all-in-one like CDJs. So it's like you go from laptop to USB. Right. Oh, so is like, it? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Pricey. Thanks, yeah. Master. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. But um, but yeah, and I just yeah, I just made some mixes, did it at home, um, and yeah, I think it just kind of gave me that boost because before lockdown, things were kind of like kicking off in terms of like playing out and getting bookings, and it was mm-hmm. all very exciting. And then lockdown happened, and it was like, okay, well. I'll, I'll just grind I'll just I'll just perfect yeah. what I'm doing yeah. smooth everything out decide who I'm going to be and how I'm going to establish myself when this all o- is over and now it's Gucci yeah, it's, and now yeah, it's, it's right. Gucci now it's Gucci like, it's good and yeah. I've had the opportunity to do so many sick things and yeah I, I, I've I never I've seen actually actually a quick, quick a quick one yeah so like was you a couple of weeks ago you was in Brixton in that shop Fam, that was in that's in North London. North, yeah. Was that North London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Mid okay. London. My mm, friends, mm. my friend's dad's shop. We filmed something. Um, oh, sick. So that's gonna be really good. I, I, I see, I've actually I filmed it. Yes, yeah, AZ, yeah. AZ captures man like man like AZ. That's what I call yeah. it. Man. AZ. Sick, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. But sick, yeah, it was really, really good. Cool. Um, but yeah, and obviously because I've got like people in Liverpool, and I just feel like 
especially in Liverpool, you know, people want to see you win. Oh, uh, let me clap. <laughs> I agree. Hey, listen, you need to keep it PG, my friend. Oh, sorry, listen, my, 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 my grandma listens yeah. to this. <laughs> sorry, Nanny Les. <laughs> but I said Nanny Les, yeah, that. But Nanny yeah. Les. <laughs> Nanny Redway. Nanny Redway, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, I just think like, and I'm not saying that people in London don't want to see me win, but it's just like, there's a lot more of a collective kind of yes. community consciousness. It's a kindness. In London, it's a very individualistic thing. Everyone's, yes. everyone's you oh, know, it's yes. a dog eat dog. Everyone's trying to get to the top where it's like, here it's like, nah, you know, you can sit at our table. We can all eat. We can, yeah. we can yeah. all eat. There's enough yeah. bread for everyone, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's nice and that's important. And I feel it. Like it's a, it, it, it's a feeling. When I step off the train at live street, I'm just like, ah. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can feel this energy. And in London, it's just, Miserable. there's too many people Miserable. and there's too and yeah. I think that's what it is there's just too many people to care but it, obviously I, you know I can go back to London and do stuff there I can do stuff here yeah. and I think that's 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 nice to be able to kind of have these two hubs and I'll always be a Londoner come on I'm from Brixton are you mad Brixton yeah. Brixton Bricky. <laughs> but you know there's a lot of parallels you've got that, to now yeah and there's a lot of parallels of, of, of values and mentality and characteristics that Liverpool has that I really resonate with, you know, mm -hmm. just... Right, so give me an example of, of that. The, you know, importance of community and, mm -hmm. you know, helping people and just chatting to people. Well, when I first moved up, my neighbour would be like, you okay? And I'd be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and, obviously, so I'm, yeah. and obviously now, like, I, it was so mad because yesterday I saw my neighbour and I hadn't met him yet. And I was like, you're right. And we just stayed out chatting for like 20 minutes. No, I was sick. like, I don't think I would have done that if I was still. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I made, it's made me yeah, yeah. more comfortable to speak to strangers. Like, everyone says that when my mom comes to Liverpool, my mom's like, mama mia. She's like, everyone is so nice. She's like, tunnel vision can. Yeah, she's, yeah, she loves Liverpool. Everyone oh. that comes up, all my friends that. I've got one friend, Matty, and she's a London gal. Like, she's a yeah, Londoner. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a Londoner. Yeah, yeah. And she'll always low-key chat shit about Liverpool, but she can't deny that every time she comes here, she bar. loves it. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't live here then, no? No, no, no she doesn't live here. Oh. She comes up every now and then to like visit me and shit, but oh. every time she comes up, <laughs> she low-key crosses it, but she loves it. Yeah, it's undeniable. yeah, no. 100%. It's, there's an unmatchable energy in like everything, the nightlife, the people, it's... Do you, do, do you find yourself bringing that sort of values to London as well? Like, for example, if you're on a train, do you like see someone and say, you're right, or... No, no you don't do it. In, no, 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 no. No, I've I done it. I made the mistake. And I, I, I saw a brother and I was like, you're cool, yeah? And he looked at me like I was like on like a madman. I was thinking, right, like, you know what I mean? In Liverpool, you can walk around and be like, oh, you're cool. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're... Unless you're like, obviously in Brixton, everyone knows each other. Even when I go back now, like I'm bumping into people, my friends' parents, you know, people that are friends with my mum and dad. Like, that's what it's like. And Toxif's very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Like these little communities, especially communities that have like, they're homegrown and there's a lot, they're very rich in culture. The similarities between Brixton and Toxteth are just uncanny. You know, the riots, like very multicultural, yeah. mm -hmm. um, a very, very strong sense of just like, yeah, a community kind of consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, and they're both kind of areas that have been kind of, de I'm going to say demonized because they have been. Yeah. Demonized, absolutely. kind of secluded. But now even places, even Toxteth, it's creeping in. Brixton, it's just, you know, it's, it's a bubble of gentrification now. Yeah. Oh, so do you see it's that happening here then, yeah? Low, low yeah, key. Yeah. I think there's still areas in Toxic that are still like very, very rich and in Brixton. But I just feel like even people in Liverpool in general, the people that come up and, you know, all they know is L1. Do you know what I mean? Even I did when I came yeah. to uni. Oh, and now I get to, yeah. And it's like that, Liverpool's so much bigger than that. Yeah. And especially areas oh, like 
Toxworth and Brixton. Even even here, when I say I'm from Brixton, I get, ooh, like, ooh, like, same with Toxworth. And it's like, you need to understand that's where, like, the talent is, the culture is, like, culture that there's, is. It, there's a hub and you can feel it. Like, when I'm walking around Toxworth now, like, I'm just like, this is... This is home. I, 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 I needed to live there. I feel comfortable. Yeah, I needed to yeah. live there. Yeah. Like um, which is which was important to me because you know the parallels to Brixton, you know that's that's important to me as well. And obviously, when I go back to Brixton, like that's my home, mm-hmm. that's where I grew up, and I'm so thankful that my parents they weren't born in like they weren't they weren't born in, in London. They made the decision out of everywhere. I was having this conversation with Matty. Yeah. Our parents, her family as well, but they're not English. Our parents made this like consecutive decision to be like, now nah, we're going to raise our kids in Brixton, mm-hmm. and I think that's sick. Oh, that, that is sick. Like, out of everywhere in London, even in the UK. Like, even the UK in general. My mum's Italian. My dad was born in the UK, but he lived in Zambia. He lived in India. Um, Yeah, he lived everywhere. So, Man's got a bounce, Yeah, listen, (laughs) everywhere, everywhere. Can I I ask you a question as well? So, how do you... So, you being a DJ, I know you're multifaceted. You Mm -hmm. don't just do one thing. Mm -mm -mm -mm. See, I know you do everything. (laughs) But I was going to ask, so, being a DJ, a woman in the industry, how do you find that? Yeah, man. It's been hard. We have to touch on that. Let's we have see. to. It's important. It's important. And the whole, even just the whole female DJ thing, even using that as a hashtag or a slogan or, you know, a label, it pisses me off. Mm. I don't want to be called a female DJ. Yeah, I am a DJ. DJ yeah, yeah. Why do I, why does my, you know, my gender, my sex have to be specified before my profession? And I think, you know, there's been circumstances that I've just felt really overwhelmed intimidated this is a male dominated industry mm-hmm. even top boy so i played at top boy last week yeah. they've had hannah on um but that day i was the only girl playing and you know that's that's daunting so i was saying to you like earlier like these djs that were there people were like salus stylus um zeke fusion these are all djs that i i love and yeah. i respect and you know they've become some of them have come to be my closest friends and you know, I was there and I was like, I was harsh in my pants a little bit because, like, it's daunting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's the first time a lot of them has ever seen me play. You know, they were coming up and wheeling up my tracks and gassing me up. And <laughs> that that meant a lot. And in, within that circumstance, I felt really comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they realised how much that meant helped, to me. Considering yeah. experiences that I've had before, I've had experiences where I felt massively sexualized. Yeah. I felt massively uncomfortable. I felt a little bit patronised, like, you're the DJ. I mean, like, yeah. like they don't, there's no credibility. And I forgot to, I feel like I've got to prove myself even harder. When I moved to Liverpool, in London, there's a massive female DJ scene. Okay. I can name you about 15 off the top of my head. Massive. Um, and they all kind of connect and, you know, they conduct workshops and it's, it's very kind of like intrinsic. Whereas in Liverpool, I knew Hannah. And I remember I messaged Hannah like last year being like, hi, like, you're the only other female DJ I really know that's kind of more similar to my genre. A lot of house and techno DJs, mm-hmm. but that ain't really my back. Not quite your thing. So, yeah, yeah. so I remember I messaged her and now it's like, she's like one of my best mates and we're setting up this campaign with Culture Deck. So we both did a back-to-back at their event at Kitchen Street a few weeks ago and it went off. It was yeah. so good. And everyone was saying like, the, like there was power watching two women yeah. just do that and like control the room. So off the back of that, we're starting this like content series, this campaign, workshops, Hopefully it's going to become like a, a thing with longevity. We were doing workshops at the Unity um, for young people for free. Again, that's oh. another thing that's important. The accessibility, DJing is so expensive to get into. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of beginning to cultivate and, you know, our kind of aspirations to champion this next generation of female DJs within Liverpool. I want people to be like, Liverpool, you know, they've got a sick female DJ scene. And I know, the, I know what I said about the female DJ team, but I want also the mentorship thing and, you know, for that to be support. 
even with me now, like there's been times that I've been booked and it hasn't been in the most professional way. Mm-hmm. And it's kind Sliding of- Sliding into the end. You know, honestly, yeah. no, but it, no, like it's actually, that's literally how it is. And it's oh. like being able to have like an older, you know, more established person, even getting in contact with female DJs from Liverpool that are doing bits, like big bits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting them involved and creating some kind of like, you know, rapport and communication, like with new DJs or aspiring kind of, you know, up and coming DJs to be like, actually like, guys, what do you not think? Because I never had that. I never really had another woman for me to go to and be like, is this allowed? Like, is this is this an yeah, okay yeah. way to book me? You know, what's the protocol? Um, so yeah, that's really exciting and something that I'm really, yeah, I'm Chicago buzzing about. Champion. And obviously I'm young, but you know, there's girls that are, there's one girl that's like 17 from the unity and she's just got the bug. And yeah. it, do you know what I mean? And, and she, that's and good to see. You know what I mean? Ooh. And that's exciting. And it's like, well, You'd like I'm young, but there's, a bit. yeah, there's people that are younger. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and I want to be able to put them on and give them opportunities yeah. as well, get them bookings. Um, so yeah, hopefully, you know, again, it's mad times outside, but when yeah, the balls is, get yeah. like the ball when gets it gets rolling, going again, it should be it should be really good to kind of beginning to cement a proper proper female DJ scene yeah. in Liverpool. You might have kind of answered what I'm about to ask you just then, but I'm going to ask you two questions. What what would you say is the best and the worst thing about being sort of your own boss in terms mm-hmm. of a DJ? What are like, the best things? And the way things have come with that? Um, I think, do you know what's mad? Even talking about Instagram, like a lot of things are literally just done on Insta. So like BBC One Extra, I did a big BBC One Extra. Once that was over Instagram, someone asked me over Instagram. And I think the best thing for me is that my Instagram, I'm not that asked about what I post. So I don't have really have anyone on my back. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. And there's a little bit of like, solace in the fact that I post whatever I want I'll post myself with a stiff in my mouth I don't yeah. care do you know what I mean and people will still people will still book people me people will like that though yeah, it's and, not and I think, people yeah and I think that's that. like people yeah, yeah. know that when they book me so even yeah. for Top Boy you know they knew that the last half last half an hour or even the second set I did I'm going to do my thing I'm going to yeah. do 130 BPM I'm going to do garage I'm going to do some grime like and I think that's nice that like not that I've, I've never even thought about like that kind of idea about managing myself but I am myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to, you know. No one can tell you shit, can yeah, you? Yeah, I don't have to subordinate who I am. Yeah, yeah, no one can tell you. That's literally my answer. That's which the best is quite thing. funny to me. You, yeah, you know, I'm the same headspace. I was like, like that. There's no one can tell you what to do. Nothing you post is really going to affect yeah, yeah. how you move in the industry. I mean, obviously, the thing that might do. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's cool. I think, I yeah, I think that's, that's the best thing. And it's like, there's freedom as well. So someone's messaged me asking me to do an event in London, and now I can give that to my friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's. There's just a lot more freedom. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'd feel about someone policing me. Yeah, um, yeah. Even about things, you know, I feel like I have to do that anyway. The worst thing is about, but I'm getting better at it now. But just, you know, certain places that I've played in, I've, I definitely have to change my music taste, even the way I dress. And, yeah. you know. But again, I, that's a learning curve. Yeah, you learn yeah. every day. I mean, that's, that's amazing, the fact that you can just like pick these things up and learn yeah. these things every day. And obviously where I'm my mentality at the moment is like where I'm literally just starting I'm basically just starting out you know I am going to have to play places that might not be my bag yeah I, yeah I might not be able to go dress how I'm dressed now and I might have to dress up a bit especially you'll be able to go in that girl you're wearing nah, a little nah, shirt <laughs> 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 just to pick up the t-shirt I love it I love it I'm going to wear this all the time but yeah I think you know and also the best thing as well you know just to counteract that is like especially playing in these places that you know, I wouldn't go as a customer, really, but I'm playing in them. 
it's kind of good to make yourself feel mad uncomfortable. So when I first played in this club in town, I was like, this is not my scene. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, but it, that was a good feeling. I yeah, felt yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's, that's growth. Yes. And being able to play to like these people where I'm like, this is a challenge for me, you know? Yeah. I've got to play stuff that I'm not really normally used to playing. Get comfortable being yeah, uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 100%. That's, that's, exactly. So that's what I learned happens, yeah, yeah. 100%. You'll take photos, shoot some sounds, you don't particularly want. 100%. I'll have to do a custom for somebody who I don't ideally want to be doing. Yeah. You've got to do that. You've got to do you've it. With, I think as an entrepreneur or your own boss, you've got to adapt. You said before about how all these things were going for us and off microphone, you were saying that you were going to be going abroad, mm-hmm. DJ and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, some of the places you're going to and then all this lockdown yeah. and went to shit and then it's like being able to adapt is so important yeah. as an entrepreneur because yeah. you don't know when shit's going to happen like this there could be another one around the corner yeah. Yeah. someone might have just think put the antelope or something and something yeah, else yeah. is coming next <laughs> so it's like you just, you just don't know how you're going to adapt <laughs> you're so dumb you might have said someone <laughs> ate the antelope you never know <laughs> you no, just you don't do, know so yeah, you just don't know where the next one's I'm sorry. But it's being able to it is it's being able to adapt to things like that, which I think is so important as a yeah. entrepreneur slash you know, boss, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Do you know what pisses me off? I'm not gonna lie, like I get a lot lot of messages being like, You're smashing it, like you're non-stop, like you're getting so much work, you're doing this. Bro, just come doing that now. Next, for all you know, next week it could be for the next mm-hmm. couple months it could be quiet. And also like watch yourself. We're, we're different people, like everybody is in their own yeah. lane, like you know, things will come. I was having a conversation with my friend and he was just like, I was talking about a DJ that I really like and I was just like, it's mad how he's not blown because he's sick. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, not everyone's like you, you know, like people, it takes time for people to blow, but it's like, I get a lot of comments being like, you're smashing it. And I'm thinking, it's good for me now, but you don't know in a couple of months, it could go really, really quiet. And then you could pick up. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think, Everyone's at their own pace. You can never that compare your journey um, to anyone. Yeah. I, mean, I know it's cheesy. Uh, it's that cliche, but it's, and so it's very true. overrated. It people so say it all the time, but you cannot compare it. Yeah, yeah. And there's, for me, from what I've noticed about the DJing thing, is that a lot of my opportunities are just for people that I know, from people when I was younger, people mm-hmm. that I've met, and it's you never know who could be bossing you. So just be nice, like be nice to everyone. It's nice to be nice. It's nice to be nice. It costs yeah. nothing. Yeah. You never know, like who can bust you. This guy that comes into Kitchen Street. I just, I've been chatting to him a little bit. Now he's got me a job. Do you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. you never know no who could help you. And it's like, obviously I work hard, but a lot of my opportunities have been given to me from people that I've, I've met. But that's, people that I know. Yeah, that, but that is another skill. It's like knowing how to judge a room. I, I think I'm quite good at that. I can, I know how to put people together. I think mm-hmm. I'm quite good at doing that. It's, it is knowing how to judge a room and navigating people. That's a skill in itself. Mm-hmm. And then again, that, that plays into your hands, as mm-hmm. you said, because it comes back with live shows that you've yeah, been given. Yeah through the way you are with people. So but also, not just, not, you know, not even just DJ. Like, I work in a bar. I've yeah, worked in yeah, bars yeah. for years. And it's she like, to speak to people that's, as well. That's important, you know? 100%. Having 100%. that mentality where it's like, and I love working in a bar. Yeah. I love it. Which bar do you work in? I work in Kitchen Street. Oh, okay. And it's it like, people that come in and now, you know, the customers and, Especially when I was younger, when I was really on the acting team. Yeah. You, I got a lot of, a lot from people that were just coming in. Do you know what I mean? Little mannerisms and actions. So she's picking out when she's chatting to people, she's throwing in a little line. And, and all of these, all walks of life, especially in Kitchen Street, they come in and it's like, that's a sick job. I get to meet so many different people and it, it, hum, it humbles you. I like, I like working in a bar. I think, I think it's important as well yeah. to kind of like recognise where it's like, so, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, you're living, you're living, you're doing this, you're doing that. No, bro, I still work in a bar yeah. and I love it. And I, love it yeah. and I don't care. And I won't change that until I have to. Yeah. Kind of thing. I, yeah, got, yeah. I got asked to do a booking last week and I had a, I had a shift at Kitchen Street and it was a good booking and they were like, we'll pay you really well. Mm. But Kitchen Street have done a lot for me and they really, really pushed me as a DJ. Yeah. We've had, you know, they 
they've really, really helped me mould, especially like into darker, more alternative sounds, um, which they know I like. And Yoan was like, I want to hear you play more. Yoan's owning. He was like, I want to hear you play more of that. Yeah. Why do you feel like you can't play that? Like, stop playing what you think people want to hear. And obviously, like, just play more about, like, this stuff that you're playing now. Why have I never heard it in your sets? And he was like, no, nah, next time you play here, I don't want to hear Toast or Joanna ever again. I want to hear... Spears. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear none of that. I want to hear this shit. Yeah. And, like, they've pushed me and, like, they helped me get this thing with size. They they got that for me. So I owe them a lot. And I respect them massively. Yeah, so I, I turned it down. And they're like, no, 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 but we'll pay you. T- I don't care. Yeah. And, and, I, and I did my shift there. Yeah, good on you. And you'll know they'll come again. Yeah, if exactly. They, if you, you really want to book yeah, me, they'll come again. You'll, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just talk a little bit. You just a uh, nice little name drop there, wasn't it? it? Was size. If you want to just tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, so, yeah. anyone from Liverpool knows in time. Well, it's obviously, it's all over the place, but Bold Street size. Um, yeah, um, the owners of Kitchen Street. Yeah, they basically just put me onto this size thing, and they're basically doing this spotlight um, DJ kind of week. So each week, each week, they spotlight a different DJ, and I did a mix event, interview, like photo shoot, and they came to Kitchen Street, which was nice. So I did. I filmed the mix at Kitchen Street. Um, so they all came, filmed it there, and again, that was another opportunity where I can, I could, I could play whatever I wanted. Yeah. So there was no like limitations, no restrictions, um, and that's kind of rare for me now. You know, you know, being able to have a space and an opportunity to just play what I want to play. Yeah. Even for like radio, the songs have got to be clean. That's a bit too mad. Can't be. <laughs> you know, these men are just talking about batty and yell and smoking weed. I can't be playing <laughs> that. So. It was it was really nice and it comes out tonight actually at eight twenty. Yeah. And obviously it's been filmed and like I think you can kind of see like the first maybe like ten minutes. Like I'm obviously a little bit nervous and then as it gets going, like I just you feel just like ride, isn't it? yeah, and yeah. it's it's music that I want to play and I think that was really nice. So yeah, did an interview with them and obviously that was nice as well to kind of be able to put some of my friends on and you know my aspirations for what I want to do for female scene in Liverpool. Um, and yeah, I'm just waiting on my crepes from them because <laughs> listen, I've got a list. Like I've got a list. I, I want, I want new trainers, so I'm just waiting for them to run me my shoes, and it will be sweet. Thank you, size. But nah, it's been sick. It's been so sick. And obviously, like if you know me, I love trainers. Yeah. So it's been sick to be able to do something like that with such a big, noticeable brand. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been really really nice, and the people that have been like running it and sorting it out have been sweet, man. They're really really lovely. Um, and especially like because obviously where I was doing it like they're just there and it's like there's just and I think that's just Liverpool in general there's that energy of just like they really want me to do well yeah and I felt that and that's probably why I relaxed so quickly because mm-hmm. I, I got that energy from them where it was like they're not looking at me waiting to fuck up or you know if I well, miss yeah. the drop or if I bring a song too early they're looking at me like go on then do, do you know what I mean like you. I felt very supported um, so yeah it's been sick so there's been a lot going on hasn't there? quite yeah, a short yeah, space yeah. of time it's, it's good to see exactly. it's good to hear about I like it right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rob something that we talked about yesterday um, go on. Yeah, just go in case on. you forget to ask Yeah. but we were talking and obviously we knew we were speaking to you and we, we were thinking about things we could pass not, obviously it's not interview but things we could maybe throw in mm-hmm. and Les made a great point he, he asked me and I kind of went oh that's a really good question he said mm-hmm. um, obviously away from the money that you're making with the DJ what makes you happiest about doing that Whoa, that's a dope question. You can't. Did you make it? Touch it, touch it, touch it. All credit to him. I just didn't want him to forget to ask. You know what? I I, I am that tired. Um, I would have forgot you. Actually, no. I was going to say I can't say this, but I can say this. If you enter the DJing world industry, you know, with the goal and aspirations to be a DJ for the money, you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. 
I didn't I didn't start DJing because I wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can make money off it now is a madness to me. Yeah. The fact that I can get paid for doing that, I, I'd still play for free. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can get paid from doing that is mad. In that I case, can't believe that. to play free every week for us for the gym. Yeah, do you know, I will, mate, I will. <laughs> because God. it's just like, I, I can't believe it. It's like, even now people are like, what are your rates? And I'm thinking, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have like... Isn't that such a hard thing? Is it's such a hard thing. Trying to think, what do I want my mate to charge? And obviously now I've got friends at DJs and I can ask them, but it's like, yeah, making money off DJing is, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can pay my bills with the money that I make off DJing is the maddest thing. Maddest thing. I didn't start it to make money. The yeah. fact that I can, yeah, the fact that I can make money is just like, what? You want? You just want to pay me for this? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It must be alright then. <laughs> yeah. So I think. What, what was the question? What Other than the money, bro, the money, and what makes the money. You happiest about that, about this. I just think it's just it's a, it's a form of expression, mm-hmm. and like what we were saying before, the nostalgic thing. So when me and Hannah played at the carnival event. We just played bare old Bashman, old dancehall. And this isn't stuff that really normally gets played out in Liverpool. Yeah. And doing it in a space that not only we feel like we can run this track and people will vibe to it, but they know the words. When I'm playing a song and people know the words, yeah, yeah, it just makes me gasp. Or just it. when people will just come over and they're like, what's this song? And I'm like, this is this guy, you know? And it's like, onto something. Yeah, and it's like, there's a connection there instantly. We don't have to chat, but I see you singing along to the song. And I know that you like that's it. Beautiful. And that's just like, yeah, that, that's the best feeling. And it's just like yeah. watching people dance as well and like have fun. And like and having fun because of you. Because yeah, of what you're yeah, playing. Yeah. I, mean, it's... I think it's, it's, it's always an electric feeling when you play out to a crowd and it's like they're just jumpy. Mm-hmm. Especially in Liverpool, like you just love having a good time. You love having yeah. a drink. <laughs> you can say that. Do you know what I mean? Any like, opportunity to afraid. celebrate. Yeah, yeah but even like... to celebrate, like <laughs> you're not afraid to come over and be like, you're sick, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. it's genuine. It's genuinely yeah, 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 no yeah, one's yeah. too cool for school. Yeah, like, like, everyone just speak to each other. And, and I've had people come up in kitchen street being like, oh, your set was boshing on. And it's like, that takes nothing to do that. But that's just, you don't know, but that's made my day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I've listened to your mix in the car. And I'm like, that's so nice. Yeah. Like, it's nice that people like like it. Mm. Because I that's mad. What, look at your Instagram last night. Everyone go look at it in a lollipop mix. Boss. Lollipop mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying it. Listen, the, most, the more random the better. I just yeah. love putting Yeah, just throw stuff. things together. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Mad random stuff. But yeah. And I think as well, like, where like, it's been a hindrance, but also a benefit. I don't have a genre. So like, I'm not, yeah. I don't have a genre. Whereas like, I say a hindrance because then you're specialising and, and, you know, that's who you are. You're, you know, you're a house DJ, you're an R&B DJ, that's your, that's your bag. Yeah. Whereas me, I'll play, I can play, I'll play everything because yeah. I just like so many different types of music and I learn off a house DJ so that the, the skills that he has in house, I've now transferred to R&B, which is maybe why my mixing sounds a little bit different because I've learned from him, yeah. um, which is There's nice. nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah, wrong nothing with that whatsoever. Wrong with that. Um, so yeah, and I think that's nice as well, where it's like, I've had people come to Kitchen Street and I've done like a bashment set. Yeah. And then I've had people come and I've done a garage set. And it's just like, I like to, I like to mix it up. Well, you, can t- it, you, can t- yeah, you can tailor yourself to yeah. the environment you're in as exactly. well, isn't it? That's your person. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that's it. Being versatile. It goes back to that. Being versatile, is it? Especially like, I love running songs that people haven't heard in time. Again, that nostalgic hit where we're just like, whoa. Yeah. I haven't heard this song in ages. Yeah. And that's that's a nice feeling. Even for me, when I'm playing it, like, I'll vibe to it. If no one's vibing yeah. my sets, at least I am. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. I don't care if no one else sounds you know what I mean? I am. Exactly. Yeah, this song easy. goes off. Yeah. Would you, 
So what would you, you know, I'm going to ask you a question that completely changing the subject now, mm-hmm. yeah? So just a quick one. Would you say, what would you say you are like? Would you say you're an introvert or an outrovert? Me? Have you met me? I'm an outrovert, my brother. Oh, okay, all right. Cool, cool. I'm still listening. To, no, no, so what I was going to ask you is just that if you're, an, you're, do you think you're yeah, being like a, a, an entrepreneur or whatever? What I'm kind not an of... entrepreneur. I'm still broke. Listen, we're talking about <laughs> making money. I'm still broke, okay? All right. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to do something a little bit different, but do you think you're yeah, like going into business, yeah, do you need to have a bit of something about you and your character and stuff? I think so, but also... And being able to talk to people and confident that in that sense. I know it's a silly question no, to no, ask, No, no, no. It's an important question, and definitely. But then my limitations are that I'm not very pragmatic, and I'm, I don't think I'm a very... So when I did the event with my best friend, yeah. I'm very... Media gratification. Yeah, yeah, let's do it now. I don't think. Whereas she's more pragmatic, yeah. academic. Yeah. So when we worked together, I had all that energy and all these ideas, and she was like, okay, well, we need to do this, this, that, that, that. So there definitely are kind of like downfalls with, with being this outrovert and, you know, not thinking stuff. And maybe when I, I reply to people, like I do it quite, you know, quickly and with bookings and things like that. So I definitely, I think it's, I think it's a little bit, it's a blessing and a curse in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't have that kind of... Filter almost, did you say? Mm, not, maybe filter, but just that, yeah, that pragmatism and that business-like kind of thinking. For the busy savviness. I don't have that at all. That'll come. I'm sure that'll come. Yeah, that'll come. Do you know what I mean? You're having such a good time just learning the trade and obviously you're doing so well with it already. Yeah, yeah. Learning the trade, you know, some of the names. But that's so interesting that you you said that because I was thinking about it like, to be a DJ, you don't need to be this big character. Like, some of the best DJs I know, there's one DJ I know from London and he's so shy. Mm. But that, that's that's the thing. But when he it? jumps on the decks, doesn't doesn't yeah, matter. That's like his job. Because he's running seven, rhythms. He's, yeah. That's the way he can. Like that's the, honestly, he's very shy. That is the way he communicates. And I think yeah. you're right. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Because the, yeah. the, the people, the people listening, they might think, oh, because just in general, people that do speak, they're perceived as confident. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just breaking that kind of mm-hmm. uh, not even stigma, but just breaking that thing of oh, I have to be in order for me to mm-hmm. speak or you know do I have to be confident or to go into business, I need to be confident. But also, but, as well, like again, you're what we, that yeah, what we said about Instagram, like you present what you want, yeah, you present to people what time, you want to see. Time, like time. people don't know, like I'm, you know, I, I'm confident, quote unquote confident. I can speak to anyone, but. The first time I played out, I literally was, my head was in the toilet. 10 yeah, minutes before, yeah. Almost about to vomit. Oh, so yeah, yeah. My nerves. Woo! But then I bet it's amazing to see yourself now to that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean. I still get nervous. And again, what yeah. I said before, it's good to be I nervous. Sh- I was just about to say, I think you should get nervous. nervous. Yeah. Because it means you, you care. care about it. 100. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, you're spot on. But no, it is important. And I think, you know, all these all these elements, and it's like, if I think you're allowed to try an introvert, like, as long as you're yourself and you are unapologetically yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and this is obviously doesn't, I'm, I'm clicking, clacking everything here. <laughs> it's these like, nails. Everyone's so nasty. Everyone's so like, how do you do with these nails? Like, it's actually boxing while speaking. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Let's just, yeah. I know. Moving so, his But yeah, no, I just feel like, yeah, you know, as much as you can, just try and be yourself yeah, yeah. and obviously so, that's also got me into trouble sometimes as well because I don't think before I speak I run my mouth a lot we are very like me and you about that it's just like there you go female Five, version in the mirror, yeah. <laughs> listen good style thank very you. good thank style you. no I knew you'd like that as well I love, I I love you the t-shirt two pack t-shirt by the way guy who's my favourite rapper so again you know it's good I like that's kind of like my I love when I go out to play I'll wear this no I know I know you will t-shirt daily paper Mainly because that's my favorite brand. Daily yeah. paper or just like a nice graphic tea. Yeah, talk some of your favorite brands. 
Tell daily us. paper. Okay. Nine. I'm not aware of them, so I'll have to look at them. You don't yeah, they're, they're, they're sick. They're sick. Are they London based? Or are they, are they, no, obviously not London I'm based. I'm not going to lie. They... I think they might be Dutch. Are they Dutch? Okay. I swear. I think so. I swear. I think so. Yeah. Daily paper are like Graham, Manchester brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're um, sick. They're sick. Um, Crooked Figures, obviously. Yeah. Alan and the boys. Shout Crooked out to Figures. I wore their like two piece the other day. I had so many people going, it's like kids, crooked figures. Who got you that, Aaron? And obviously like, I've never seen anyone wear it before. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a quite a small size. I don't know if it's like a boy's, like a younger boy's, so obviously I'm little. I know why, I, I was there when he got them. Yeah. I'll tell you off camera. They're really, yeah, <laughs> they're really, it's like... really, really nice. Yeah. And I had loads of people going, where'd you get that from, kid? Man? I was thinking, mm. ah, the gift is, thanks, Aaron, thanks, Ben. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, no mind as well. Alex. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, obviously yes, big yes. up Alex. We've had Alex on Have you? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Sick. A couple of months ago, we yeah, had one. Yeah, he's a. He's, he's got mad. Yeah, he certainly is a character. I love him. I love him. He held back a little bit, so we're gonna get him back in. I yeah, think. you have to. Yeah, we're gonna get him back yeah, in. Give him a drink. Yeah, Every yeah. time he comes to the kitchen, she's yeah. gone. Can I have a red stripe, Queen? You know, red stripe. You need to get him a couple of red stripes. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good, man, Alex. But yeah, what else do I like? What other brands? Um, that that's probably about it. I'm just trying to think of it. I like the way you said all like. You know, yeah, Liverpool brands, that's important. Well, well yeah, just Local. like, not like these big, huge no, brands. No. Like, I like that. Yeah, yeah cool. Man, I'm not really asked. Trainers, obviously, Nike has to be, I would never put anything else on my feet. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Right. You'll never catch me. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a pair of Comme de Garçon Converse. I do like them. Oh, right, yeah. But where I'm, I'm a bubble girl, like I love my bubbles. So when I do wear Converse, where it's so flat, I struggle with they hurt my feet because I'm always used to having a bit of a bounce. Oh, really. yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, flat shoes. Really I've got a pair of Jordans, like, they're a struggle to wear because yeah. they're so flat. But I like, obviously, I like Jordans as well. So, yeah. Oh, I hear you, my dude. Yeah, Painter and Nike, she'll be happy. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Nike, Nike, Nike. Do you know what? I've really, really enjoyed this, this episode. It's yeah, been, me too. But all over the place, I put it in like a really cool yeah, way. Yeah, you yeah. lot should have you'd known that before you had me on. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I can chat for days. That was good. Days. good. We like that. We like that. 100%. So, so obviously, the, hopefully, depending on what Big, Boris, Big Bad Boris does with lockdowns and Big things like that. When, when we suck. get back to normality, have you got a plan for the next six months, a year? Nah. Just do, you want, do you want to try and get yourself abroad again with the DJ and try and get yourself somewhere out there or just yeah. take it as it comes? Literally, yeah. whatever yeah. happens, happens. There's like, whatever comes my way, comes my way. Yeah. Like I said, it might go a bit quiet. It might like, you know, keep be, being really busy and really hectic and getting all these bookings. But I'm a very much like, I'm going to be Gucci, whatever. Like I, yeah. I live where I want to live. I live with my best friend. Like I live in Liverpool. Like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, I've got a base in London. Yeah, yeah man, I'm just going to take each day that, as it comes. That's like, a mean success. What, yeah, you know, you that's said, it. Before, no money in it. That's a yeah. mean Think about some of the things you've done. Yeah. I, I don't know how old you are exactly. I'm 22. 22. So I can tell you a young girl, but mm. like all the things I you've done. I look 15, innit? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't being I look young. But you know, what, the bathers, the voice, size, yeah. Yeah, by the age of 22. Yeah, you got to yeah. stop sometimes and smell the rose and be like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm doing it. Like, you know what and I mean? also, I don't, that's also another reason why I've, I've been anxious and been stressed is because. I put weight in the past. I put way too much pressure on myself. Yeah, and yeah. now it's just like, bro, whatever will be, will be. I'm good. I've got my family. I've got my friends. Like, I've got savings. Like, I'm, I'll be all right. Yeah. nothing can be too mad. Look at look at the state the world is in. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we've we're doing a madness now, and I'm I'm half okay. So, yeah, yeah that's I, true. I don't think that's it should true. get any worse than this now. Like that lockdown period, you know, that rattled a lot of people. Yeah, um, a lot of people fell off, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and do you know what? Right, so. Down. 
Again, right. like if, if everyone's experiencing these things, this has never happened in the history of the uh, history yeah, ever. Of yeah, the history of ever. The history of ever. <laughs> so you can't be too harsh on yourself. You've got to take time. Like, yeah, yeah, and you know you can't. That's another thing. Like feeling guilty. I've got some friends that are like, I ain't doing shit, and I'm thinking, but that's okay. Yeah, so, that's okay. It? That's what I'm saying. This year's a write-off anyway. Exactly. It doesn't mean that nothing counts. Exactly. So yeah, man, whatever happens, happens. What about you lot? What are you lot? got planned same kind of thing I'm just riding the wave yeah, really truly whatever comes my way will come my exactly. way yeah that's exactly. it because I said in the and last just because podcast, we said that yeah. now watch, watch things yeah, no, come I know. your way All, always watch things come your way I know, I know. speaking yeah. into existence that's it <coughs> oh, that's oh, oh, oh no, 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 have no, you got no. your mask on <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no no he's only joking what about you me Av well with the brand we've got a kids range coming out soon sick so me and Les are currently working on a little, we'll say it, a little animation. Yes. Me and Les Sick. have been working on for the past couple of months. I'll show you it off. I'll see Sick, yeah, definitely. Um, which I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to go into it, but that's amazing, isn't it? We're, yeah. just, we're just tinkering the, the final bits of that. So yeah, I've got a kids range coming. For the, I've got a new website coming soon. Sick. Um, so I've got, a, I've got a few things in the pipeline. Like I'm, I'm busy, extremely mm-hmm. busy. So yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm very happy. Love to see it. Yeah. Love but it's been it. been a pleasure to meet you. Thank I've you really very much for having it. me, you lot. No big problem. up Royal Flush Designs. Yeah. Big up the good right. podcast. Big up Les. Big up you. And big up yourself, Gail. Thanks. Thanks. Big up G Free Free. Thank you, Slum. G Money. G Money. G Unit. G Money. G Block Europe. G Block Europe. Is that the newest one? Yeah. G Block. G Block Europe. Oh no, that's sick. Sign out. Well, we've got a fact for the day. Go on, tell us the facts for the day. What is my fact for the day? Yeah, because he started. He came with some full full thing last week. What? Go on, tell us. Oh, no. Have you got one? Oh, well, I'm going to ask you. Have you got a fact for the day? Yeah, go on. Tell a us. fact? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm awful with this kind of shit. Right, a fact. fact? Yeah, a fact, you know. Something that you wouldn't actually know. Um, well, here's one. You get killed by... There's more chance of you getting killed by a vending machine than there is by a great white shark. There's my fact. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's good to know. See, I'm you can't step to I've got these facts for days. It's a fact. <laughs> uh... Um, signing out, man. I ain't got one. Yeah, signing out. <laughs> <laughs>